0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 108 on a Saturday. Tech Talk underway. Twins later. Wolves later. Up the dial at Buzzin at 102.9 FM. Wolves coverage starts at 5.30 at Buzzin at 102.9. Twins coverage starts at 3.30 with the Twins Magazine Show. And then, of course, our pregame at 4.30 with Chris Atterbury. And then Corey and Danny from the Tromp with Game 2 of the three-game series with the first pitch at 5.10 today. Tech Talk underway. Doug Swinahart in studio. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, by all means, call the program. Here are the numbers, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807, that is 81807. Doug, how are you? Well, with the weather what it is, Steve, how
1: can I be anything but really, really good?
0: Yeah, and if uh, you're bold, you could almost be outside on the laptop today. 55 now, partly cloudy, uh, very light winds out there. It feels pretty good. Nice day, nice day for sure. Steve, did you hear about the new app that
1: Google just released? I have not. They released a new chat app, and security experts are going wild. They removed all the encryption, both ends. So it's going to be interesting to see what Google will do with this. If you would have told me a month ago that Google would release something like this for Android, and I think it's going to be available on the Chromebooks as well, a completely wide open security hole through a chat, I would have said no way. I'm... I, I hope that what I'm reading is wrong, but everything seems to connect to that. So we'll have to wait and see how this pans out.
0: Yeah, it is very interesting as uh, the, the talk continues, big picture about privacy in the wake of Facebook and all the things going on there. I, I talk to people all the time, and this is a very hot topic. People are still debating whether or not they want to they stay involved, whether if they want to be a part of Facebook anymore.
1: Well, I, I'm getting that a lot too. And to close out your account is not always as easy as people think. Once we sign up for Facebook, I've been out of it now for almost a decade. But if you took upon yourself to say, yeah, I'd like to use my Facebook account to log into other apps and other secured sites, that's going to remain over on that other secure site as your primary login, which Facebook, I don't think will release or completely close down your account until all those are shut down. And a lot of people just forgot. Well, I just want to play this game. Well, why create a whole account? I'll just use my Facebook account. And I'm already logged in in the browser. So it knows it's me. Bang, 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 done, done, done. One thing with computers and on the net, we got to slow down a little bit and realize what we're getting ourselves into instead of just Click the button and carry on. And I think that people are finally getting to the awareness level that they need to be with some of this ease of use. Ease of use is not always the best way to go. So this Facebook thing, I think it was a rude awakening. And Google and Apple, as you know, they've been competing, which is a good competition. Our products are more secure. Our products are faster. They're more dependable. So for Google to take this approach is, to me, just mind-boggling. I I, I will have to wait and see what happens here over the next several weeks.
0: You have to wonder, though, and we've talked about this in the past, when it comes to something like Facebook that has tentacles, as you talked about. everywhere. uh, Tentacles, fingers, whatever whatever term you want to use, that that's where the government maybe should get involved and say, wait a minute, people want to get out. You need to help people cut those ties, that you need to make it easier for people to opt out and get out of this thing if they get the heebie-jeebies, if you will. Well, exactly. See, and, and Facebook's
1: whole philosophy when they're selling to advertising, they're selling us, of course. And they say, we've got X amount of billions of accounts. They really don't want that number to go down. They want as many people on the internet to be a Facebook user and member, if you will, as humanly possible. Now, granted, many people, because of the way the games work and how the timing is, I know a lot of people who have multiple Facebook accounts and they actually go, well, I got this one for this game and this one for this game and this one for this. Well, surprise folks, Facebook knows, Facebook knows it's all on the same machine because they're registering that IP address where it's coming from.
0: Yeah, but but that gets back to my original point. Isn't this and, and the internet in a lot of ways is still the wild west. We talked about that, that we're still sorting things out and what laws and what rules should be in place. But when it comes to stuff like this, when they're mining your personal data doesn't there need to be a regulator involved? I believe there does. I know, and I'm not big on government either, but
1: I, I, I think in this particular instance, I think there absolutely has to be some oversight, and not just Facebook, but I'm talking Twitter, LinkedIn, Google, Yahoo, AOL, if we if we dare say it. I, I really think anybody that says, okay, we're going to give you a, a chat, we're going to let you, we're going to use your activity to sell to advertisers, or to keep track of your data, that should be the fine line right there where people have exclusive right to go into that particular application and see everything that's being dispersed with their ID attached to it. I, I don't find it all that complex. I think it could be much simpler than what we think. And we hear, well, yeah, but you know, the internet is international now. I think you're going to find these same sentiments around the planet, that, my opinion.
0: Yeah, it is a big, big topic that is not going away anytime soon. It one fifteen. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, by all means call the program. Uh, the number is 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Here at CCO, let's go to the phone lines and get started. Bev and White Bear Lake, you're on the air. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. Well, I sure. Just
1: found some. Thank you. I just found some old uh, little
0: hard disks, the three-inch ones, and I no longer have a computer that can read them. And they've got some nice photos, if I recall, that I would like to access. How do I get access to them now?
1: I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you're talking about three and a half inch floppy drives. Uh, You can actually go over to Micro Center and pick up a device that you can plug into a USB port and plug that little floppy drive right in there, and you're rocking and rolling. Hopefully, whatever you've got saved on there is a file format that can be read by Windows. If it can't, then you're going to have to avert to a Linux system. But if these are old DOS machines, they're pictures, docs, spreadsheets, things of that nature, you should have no problem at all. And it seems to me the last floppy USB floppy reader that I bought, it seems to me it cost me less than $20. So that's probably your fastest and easiest fix. And, Bev, thank you for the call and enjoy the weather.
0: You know, it is extraordinary. Um, I'm involved in a remodeling project at my other job. And when you clean out old file cabinets and old things and are moving things around and are part of a team that does that, you run into some of these old storage devices and some of this old computer equipment, <laughs> and it's kind of like, wow, I remember when that was state of the art. I mean, it's just, it's amazing.
1: Top shelf, five and, five and a quarter floppies coming down from seven inch and 12 inch floppies. Oh my God, we thought we owned the world. And when the three and a halves came out and you could put them in your back pocket and sit on them, well, it couldn't get any better. Well, yeah. guess what? It did.
0: Yeah, it is just amazing when you find find that old stuff, and, and this, this gets into something we talk about all the time on the program about saving your data, and that's why uh, some sort of cloud storage, whatever that is, is, is so invaluable. Absolutely, it, it can't be one hundred percent of your plan, or it shouldn't be. But uh, boy, it's hard to beat being able to to store that stuff in the cloud somewhere. Yeah, uh, a Gmail account gives
1: you Google Drive, even a Google account. If you set up Google Chrome with an email that's not a Gmail account, you still get all the advantages of that Google account. You've got Google Drive for 15 gigabytes of storage. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a Gmail account, although I highly recommend a Gmail account. But all kinds of companies are offering cloud storage. Apple, you can't own an Apple device without having all kinds of iCloud accounts. It's wonderful. HP, if you buy an HP printer, they now offer cloud storage.
0: This is going to be our future, no doubt. All right, quick break. Terry's waiting on the line. We'll get to Terry right away. Uh, we have phone lines open. Here's the number on Tech Talk and all our programs here on CCO. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk with Doug continues on a Saturday in a moment. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio. My name is Steve Thompson. Jonathan Lowe is our studio coordinator, Tech Talk. Saturday is between 1 and 2 o'clock sports schedules permitting of course here on CCO a little bit later Twins and Rays first pitch 510 here on CCO game 3 NBA playoffs Timberwolves and Rockets from Target Center that'll get started at 6:30 at Buzzin at 102.9 it's our sister station on the FM dial once again Timberwolves tonight at 6:30 at Buzzin at 102.9 FM all right, let's go to Terry in St. Paul. Terry, you're on the air with Doug. Hello.
1: Yeah, hi there. That would be uh, Jerry with a J. Okay. All right. Hey, Jerry, what's up? Well, Doug, I've talked to you before. You've helped me out a lot, and I appreciate that. Oh, uh, good. I'm going through my emails. I get one of these emails maybe a couple times a week. It could be different subject. This this particular one is on health. And down at the bottom, it says to unsubscribe here. You just click on here. But now there's a dress address below that, it says Bucharest, Romania. And if I click on unsubscribe here, then they want my email address. Right. So so is, is that the only way that I can unsubscribe? Actually, you should, um, depending on what you're using for a mail client, if you happen to be using Thunderbird, you can blacklist that sender within Thunderbird. If you're using a Gmail account under settings, you can blacklist that sender. I believe that most of these unsubscribe deals actually give that company permission to distribute your email further. The way that these privacy things were set up 10 years ago was if you don't want phone calls or email solicitation or even snail mail, once you canceled it, they're not supposed to send you anything. So the new rule is if you're doing business with a company legally, they can actually disperse your name. And when you hit that unsubscribe, that says, yep, we were doing business with them legally, so even though we're not going to send you anything else, here's 50 others that are going to start coming. Mm. I really don't even bother to do that. Just figure out whatever you're using for a mail client and blacklist the sender.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what, spam folders are so, so effective, and I'll tell you why. I have an old Yahoo account that I've used for years and years. This, this this account is at least 15 years old, which is an old email account. You bet. But the the spam folder, Yahoo's done a really nice job. I just slide them over into the spam folder. I never hear from them again. I mean, they end up in the spam folder. But as far as in my main inbox, it's pretty effective, and they've gotten very good at that. Now, granted, they find ways around it and so on and so forth. Keep changing your name. You need to do a little maintenance, but if you slide it over into the spam even, it's it's pretty effective. And
1: Gmail has gone one step farther, and if you mark something as spam, they keep record of that, yeah. and after so many people have marked that as spam, they actually start watching the server it came from. So they're... they're and I believe if I'm not mistaken, Yahoo is doing this as well. That yeah. this is it's it's an annoyance. It's a it's a tremendous drain on our overall internet infrastructure and really free advertising, it ain't free because we all are paying for it. All right, let's go to
0: Lynn in Plymouth. Lynn, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hello. Um my
1: question is I have an old XP. Um, system it's a compact i mean it's really old i know i need to eventually upgrade but when i bought it it did not come with any sort of backup disc or anything like that is there a way that i can back it up so because you know i do fear that it's going to fail yeah you can um just get yourself an external hard drive and you can buy one of them for less than hundred dollars and what you want to do is become familiar with your windows explorer not to be confused with your Internet Explorer. And you're going to open up one on your C drive in XP, and you will open up another Windows Explorer window, guiding it to whatever drive letter your external is, and you're just going to right-click on the files you want to save, go back over to your target, do a quick right-click, slide down and left-click paste, and take the entire contents. And with a big enough drive, you could actually move your whole profile over. And it's better to get whole copies. Uh, but, yeah, that's a piece of cake. And if you have trouble with that, give me a call next week, and I'll walk you right through the process. There's nothing to it.
0: All right, we're going to be going to the text line following the weather at one thirty here at CCO. So. And don't give up on that. Send your text to 81807. That is 81807. Phone lines are busy as well. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Kurt in Golden Valley. Kurt, you're on the air. Hello.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I'm glad there's no twins game today. So I get to hear you. Hey, well,
0: uh, there's twins later. We got to promote the thing. twins
1: now. You know, we, we've got to got to use some caution there. Well, hey, Doug, I... um. I've got an older laptop. It's probably five years old, Toshiba. It's running extremely slow. And I've done all the things you've said over the years malware bytes, CC cleaner, adware, this, that, and the other thing. It just doesn't seem to be getting any better. My son, who's a uh, uh, communications tech in the Army, tells me, Dad, it's just an old computer. It's time to get a new one. What do you think? I don't know. Five years doesn't seem like enough to me. I think that machine is a prime candidate for a solid state drive. A fresh install of Windows, and if you don't have a whole lot of data on there, split it into a dual boot so you've got Windows, probably Windows 10, and a Linux Lite machine, you'd be amazed at how this thing works. And, in fact, I just got done reconfiguring a 10-year-old HP 17-inch laptop. That baby boots into Windows from the boot screen. It will boot into Windows in about 34 seconds. It boots into Linux in about 26 uh, and, yeah, it, that, that thing is probably far from being done. And um, if you decide to buy a new computer and you want to throw that away, throw that one my way. I'll take that machine. And thank you for the call.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of good options. Oh. One of the things you advocate, you know, there's, there's way too much stuff that ends up in the landfills. A lot of these old computers uh, with, with some cleanup, uh, m- maybe an improvement, little renovation can, you, you can get more years out of this stuff.
1: Well, you know, this HP 17-inch laptop, for, for example, is a prime, prime show of how this works. $65 for a 240-gig PNY solid-state drive. Um, uh, my fees will be about $200. bucks. i am all done, ready to go. Um, made sure that it was a fresh install of Windows. Everything works on this thing. I mean, it's just like, I don't think it's... The biggest bottleneck in a computer is the hard drive. And now that solid-state drives are at a fraction of the price they were when they first came out, especially on a laptop, it really is a no-brainer. You know, Spend 100 bucks, spend the time to do it yourself, or take it to a professional and get it done properly.
0: It really is the way to go. Save that equipment. Save it, save it, save it. All right. Quick break. Uh, we've got more with Doug. It is Tech Talk here on CCO. Here are the numbers. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. We promise we'll go to the text line momentarily. 81807. But out of the break, a uh, call from Catherine in Chisago City. So hand the line Catherine will be coming your way in a moment here on CCO. Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio. It is a Saturday at CCO, sports schedule permitting. Tech Talk, Saturday is between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. We've had a lot of good calls. The numbers, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226 or you can text 81807, that is 81807. Let's go to the phone lines again. Catherine, Chisago City, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi, Doug. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I have a similar question to the last one. Um, I have a Toshiba laptop, about eight years old. And just about a week ago, uh, my Firefox started acting funny, and when I'd get on my AOL, which is my home page, um, i couldn 't go from page to page; it would blink on and off, and then everything slowed down. It takes me fifty minutes to start up the computer every time I even type on an email it uh, I have to wait a minute. you know the little circle goes around wait, 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 click something, then wait 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 um, i don 't know if it 's a virus or malware or if it 's something like the other guy. I have to just revamp the whole thing i, hate
1: I am weird. not i 'm not sure. If you've downloaded the AOL desktop application and it's creating a new port, they've had, and I I think they've kind of done away with this over the years, but if you've had AOL a long time, you may have that application running and that actually will add network protocols. Before I give you um, an answer on this, this is a machine I'd like to connect up to remotely. If you've got high speed internet in Chicago, you should. Um, Take me about three, four minutes, and I can give you a much more definitive answer. Give me a call next week, and we'll connect up remotely, and I'll take a quick look.
0: All right, very good. Uh, full lines are open right now, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226 here. On CCO Tech Talk, Doug in studio. Let's go to the text line. Text line, very busy. And uh, we apologize for not going here sooner, but uh, we'll get through some. Um, Let's start with uh, live streaming, Android or iPhone. I know you're an Android guy. Uh, I have an iPhone. I've never had any problems. I'm sure you haven't either. It's pretty good equipment.
1: Yeah, it really depends on more upon how much bandwidth you're working with. If you're out in the country and you're working with straight cell on, on an Android device or an iPhone, that might slow down your streaming. But if you're at home and you're connected to your wireless yeah. uh, Wi-Fi router and you've got CenturyLink good high speed like Steve does or Comcast, Xfinity like I've got, it really is no longer the issue it used to be. They just work. Uh, I think that they're a horse apiece between the two operating systems. When it comes to these kind of functions, uh, the battle will rage on between Android and Apple iOS, which is good for us. Um, I'm for the first time in in a decade, I'm actually looking at an Apple phone
0: at a at an iPhone. So yeah, you you
1: just can't tell which way we're going to
0: go. Well, and Doug, we brought it up in in every area of computer related equipment, whether it's a a smartphone, uh, a tablet, laptop, desktop, uh, even uh, monitors and, and printers and all of those sorts of things. It is so competitive. The, the equipment has to be good. It's just way too competitive.
1: Oh, no question about that. And especially with cell phones, uh, if, if, when I think about buying the latest and the greatest and popping out a $1,000 for a cell phone, and you can do that easily today oh, sure. with an iPhone or an Android. I just cringe. I'd be looking for something that maybe is a refurbished, um, something that's somewhere between two and $400. And you can go to your cell phone provider, and you will be amazed at what you can buy and save a ton of money. Now, if you got the funds, and you're a tech head, and you step up to that new technology, it's amazing what you're getting I, I I played with the new iPhones. I haven't had a chance yet to look at the new Galaxy 9s that are coming out, but it, the technology involved in this, it, they're incredible. The quality of the photography is mind-boggling to me. All built into one. Of course, they got GPS and all the toys and all the bells and whistles. But yeah, it's um uh,
0: streaming that's not going to be an option at all. That's more limited by your bandwidth. Yeah, for sure. Um, have you heard about a new browser called Brave? Um, are, are you familiar with it? I've never heard of it. Well,
1: I'll definitely go home and look it up today. Uh, just the name kind of makes me go, hey, what's this all about? Where'd it come from? What kind of engine does it have? If you got somebody that's going to compete with Mozilla and Google and Safari and Internet Explorer or Microsoft Edge, if they're coming out and they, I this – is going to be a large pair of shoes to fill.
0: If there's a new one, I definitely want to know about it. Yeah, uh, what I was able to find here quickly, Brave is a free and open-source web browser based on the Chromium web browser and its Blink engine, announced by the co-founder of the Mozilla Project and creator of JavaScript, Brendan Eich. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, You know, you got got
1: an original almost owner... Of, of Mozilla. And he was a creator of Jetwell. Hey, I will absolutely be downloading that on at least two machines yet this weekend.
0: Yeah. And at their website, just real quick about Brave, this new browser, th- this is their headline. A browser with your interests at heart, browse faster by blocking ads and trackers that violate your privacy and cost you time and money. So uh, big Pitch for Brave, B-R-A-V-E. Look into it. Uh, oh, but, uh, thanks for my. The I am
1: almost going to run home and check that out as soon as I get on. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and, the, and the gentleman who's coming up with this, that's some pretty hefty credentials right there. And, and in my mind, I'm going, wait a second. It's got a Chrome engine, and yet it's using Mozilla extensions with Safe Java built. Oh boy, I gotta
0: see it. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things, and I think we we've seen that over the years. When when things prop up, privacy is a big thing. It seems as though this marketplace will step into the void and and create products that people want. And you know, how many calls do do we get? How many texts do we get any given week about ad blockers and all these other sorts of tracking things? I mean, it, it it's scary sometimes. Once upon a time, say I'm out looking for a new lawnmower, I start get getting bombarded by all sorts of different lawnmower ads. Oh yeah, and it's just extraordinary, so well, and
1: and part of the problem with this type of technology is now that we have NAT, network administration translation, our one public IP address is set to the house. So then our router has an internal internet protocol scheme and I can be on my computer and all of a sudden I'm starting to get ads on the side of the browsers for ladies' shoes and dresses. And I know Nancy's been shopping. I, I know she has. And so it's, it's really interesting to see how this is supposed to be filtering down to the individual. But when you now have multiple devices in the house, it can affect the entire household. So, yeah, anytime there's going to be a browser where I can actually block that kind of stuff without slowing down the Internet process, I absolutely want to see this.
0: All right, 651-989-9226. One other one from the text line I want to get to. And the texture relates to the skyrocketing cost of satellite or cable-based television and the options out there. And my mom and dad are in this same boat. They spend some time in Arizona. They spend some time here in Minnesota. And they're just outraged by how much they pay uh, for television service. And I said, well, number one, you've got an antenna in the attic. Um, hook up some of your TVs. You get all the locals in HD, stunning picture for free. So you get two, four, five, 11. Um, They have sub-channels now that are absolutely free, so that is a good option. But if you like to watch sports like I do, there are numerous options out there. If you have high-speed internet, and particularly wireless internet in the house and smart televisions that already have some of these services, there are too many to mention. Um, I have a a Sony PlayStation 4, so we're able to use uh, a streaming television service And we pay Sony a few bucks. Exactly. It's more than that. But it's still cheaper than satellite TV once upon a time. My point being this, there are so many options when it comes to getting the channels you want to watch and not paying for hundreds you don't. I mean, you just have to kind of settle in and research it.
1: You're going to see more and more and more subscription-based focused viewing on TV. Hulu, Netflix, all these things, even within there, you're gonna see lower prices for focused subscriptions. What well, what people
0: really want is all a la carte. And, oh, and we're rapidly moving toward a la carte. I'd be willing to pay Fox Sports North a few bucks a month. Bill me for it. Absol- I use it, I watch it. The ESPN's a part of the job. Bill me for it. I'll watch it, you know, pay. There's certain channels I just i don't watch you know i I don't use, and that's the problem with the old model, and we're moving in that direction and I know a lot of these television networks are are adverse to that because you know some are going to be squeezed out and and go out of business well but let let let's face it when
1: that's happening, the cream should be floating to the top. This thinning of the herd, I think, is going to end up being a real good thing for us. And I'm glad that you mentioned the high-def antennas. I I had a gentleman the other day call me and tell me he's cut the cord completely from any cable, any direct TV, but he spends big money with Comcast to have unbelievable internet. So then he's got himself an Amazon Prime account. He gets 45-plus channels for his HD. He has signed up for HBO Now, so he's got all the HBO through the internet, which comes in right at the bottom of his smart television, and he says to me, even with internet, and I have everything that I want, and I'm less than 100 bucks. I would bet money he's spending $90 a month on pure internet. So, yeah, yeah that and in Xfinity, Comcast, and CenturyLink's defense, they are providing internet service and they would like to sell their TV service, but it doesn't take them long to realize that they're utilizing, we are utilizing their resources, and we're paying other people, which really, that's got to have a balance point, too, and it's coming. Yeah, we're living in interesting times for sure. Competition is going to be heated up with the providers as well as the Internet and the cable services. It's going to get good.
0: Yeah, there's no more area that's uh, evolving quicker, than uh, television and video content for well, sure. Well, that's because we Americans, we like entertainment. We will pay. one forty eight twelve 12 minutes now in front of 2 o'clock. Tech Talk continues in a moment. Then another quick hour at Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. We have all the news and weather at 2. Then uh, between 2 and 3 o'clock, Ask the Expert, uh, Lieutenant Tiffany Nielsen from the State Patrol joins us here on CCO. Let's go to the phones right now. Uh, Time is getting really tight. We invite you. uh, We we beg you to go quick. Uh, Let's go to Mark in Scandia. Mark, you're on the air. Hello.
1: Um, Hey there. My question was uh, getting rid of a Yahoo email account. If I'm going to go to Gmail, how do I um, stop that service so that my computer and cell phone don't just get bombarded with like... First of all, you're going to want to create your Gmail account first. Underneath the settings in Gmail, you can actually bring POP3, the Yahoo account, so you're getting that email into Gmail, and you're going to want to do this, in my opinion, for at least 60 days. Your little signature down at the bottom where you say, be well or sincerely yours, whatever, you're going to want to put a little line in there that indicates to the people you email most that you are changing your email address. Once that's done, after that changeover period, 60, 90 days, whatever, you just close out your Yahoo account. Yeah, you can do that right at Yahoo. That's not like getting rid of a Facebook account. I also would say if you've got a free Yahoo account, you may want to keep them both. Uh, There's nothing wrong with uh, having multiple email accounts and multiple email addresses. I do prefer that people get all their mail from, the, from a Gmail server, which you can set up outside email addresses underneath Gmail. And once you see it done, it's pretty simple. Next thing, if all your contacts are over there in the Yahoo, you're going to want to export them and import them into your contacts list in Gmail so you're not having to retype all those. Thank you so
0: much for the calls. Great call. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's go to Richard in Minneapolis. Richard, you're on the air. Hello
1: hello uh yes I'd like to know which uh windows uh was it Windows 7 or something windows uh, that came out with the automatic restore points I know um XP uh, doesn't seem to automatic, uh, put your automatic restore point on No, they will all do that um, XP uh, seven eight ten I normally yeah the, the give me a call next week and let me give you my explanation on restore points. I don't think people should be relying on those. If you happen to have one that's corrupt, or if you happen to go back too far and you bypass updates that the Windows server already says you have, it can be troublesome. Uh, but they all should have that. So every time you shut off your computer, turn it on. It's um, it's underneath your uh, your. Your system properties in almost all versions. Um, You just give me a call next week and I'll connect up. We'll make sure that you got it. But they all have that, every one of them.
0: All right. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email in a moment at the end of the program. Let's go to Mark. Mark and St. Paul, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Doug. Thanks for taking my call. Sure.
1: Uh, Lenovo laptop, about nine years old, Uh, uh, IdeaPad. Okay. I am uh, Windows 10. Uh, my YouTube videos, I'm getting checkerboard squares in them, and, like, it's going back a little bit and then skipping and forward, and it's just like it's out of time or out of sync, and I'm getting the uh, checkers in the screen in the video. That could be one of uh, two things. First of all, if you have an Ethernet port on this computer, which I'm sure you do, plug it in with a cable and see if you're still getting that. Chances are this is your bandwidth. Wired internet, especially in in the era that this computer is, is going to be much much faster than Wi-Fi. Next, if you've got a regular rotary drive, I've seen these things come to life with a solid state drive, like you cannot believe. And you being in West St. Paul, bring that baby over to my place in Evergrove. I don't charge for diagnostic, and we'll see. We'll go from there.
0: All right, time is tight to the text line. This is a good one. I have a Sony VAIO that can no longer be repaired. I got a broken power cord socket, uh, it's getting old. How do I remove my personal data and dispose of it? I would think you'd need to get the hard drive out of that first.
1: Yeah, if you want to do it manually, that would be the best bet. If you're going to be getting rid of this computer, we need to mention this, Steve. If they take that to Tech Dump, Tech Dump will wipe that hard drive right while they're there and give them a certificate that it's been
0: cleaned. But how do you get it off there first? You'd probably need to retrieve that and if it copy was, that hard drive. You know,
1: if it was me, I if, if well, if they want the data, yeah, th- then right. for then for absolute certain, pull the hard drive out. Um, you can run down and pick up a small little device for twelve bucks at Micro Center that will give you a USB and put it to your next computer, and you're rocking and rolling.
0: All right, uh, that that is a big deal. Have that data backed up though. First of all, copies absolutely, yeah. Have your data backed up. Have a hard copy. One out in the clouds, uh, the the more the merrier when it you comes bet. to that sort of stuff. All right, Doug, we got to run, phone number, and email.
1: Thank you. 651-552-9543, wccotech.com, wccotech.com. Six five one five five two nine five four three.
0: And we'll see you soon, Steve. Yeah, Doug, uh, you'll be back in a couple of weeks. We got a ball game next Saturday. Yep. But uh we're we're gonna have a lot of shows in May. I like How it. How about that? I like right, it. Tech Talk, Doug Swindon Hart in studio. Uh sports schedules permitting. Saturday is between one and two o'clock. Here on CCO. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League
1: home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big
0: Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez top.